With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey guys, I just wanted to let you know that this podcast is presented by MyBookie.ag and that if you use the promo code MATTEK, M-A-T-T-E-K, that you will get a 50% deposit bonus on your first deposit. And given that you are a listener to this podcast, I would assume you're relatively knowledgeable about sports, and I would trust you to try your edge on the online sports book. You can lay down some money and get in on the action at one of the safest online sports books in the world. It's the only one that I am currently using. You can wager on all sorts of different outcomes on mybookie.ag, soccer, football, any major league, esports. You can even create your own player props, which is useful for me because if you know anything about me, I do enjoy uh, a good player prop. So if you deposit using the promo code MATTEK, M-A-T-T-E-K, you get a you get a 50% de- bonus when you deposit. And I will add this for listeners of the TakeCast. If you deposit using the promo code MATTEK and you send proof of it to me on Twitter, I will follow you on Twitter and you can have access to me via DMs whenever you want. That's the that's the TakeCast bonus that I'm adding in association with the mybookie.ag deposit bonus. Now let's get back to the show. Hey, what's up, everyone? I want to welcome you to another edition of the Take Cast. My name is Davis Maddock. You can find me on Twitter at Davis Maddock. This episode is going to be a preview of the PGA Championship at the Belle Reve Country Club in St. Louis, Missouri, with my semi-good buddy, Empire Maker. Uh, really appreciate him doing the show. think it's uh, pretty entertaining. You guys are going to get to hear some picks, going to get to hear me donk off some money to him, preview uh cash game lineups on DraftKings, as well as some head-to-heads and some outright bets. And uh, we'll go ahead and play a little ad and then get right into the conversation with Empire. Daily Roto is a mostly proud sponsor of the TakeCast, a mostly sports podcast. TakeCast listeners can save 10% at Daily Roto with the promo code Janis, J-A-N-I-S. If you are playing on DraftKings or FanDuel, Daily Roto will help you improve your daily fantasy results this fall and save time in the process with lineup optimizers, ownership projections, fantasy projections, premium content, and much more. They have all the good stuff that you want to help you make money at sports betting and daily fantasy. Their new lineup optimizer will let you build optimal GPP teams with stacks based on their projections faster than I can punt money off betting on Peter Uline. Sure, you can play the guys that I recommend each week, but shouldn't you also get advice from a proven daily fantasy winner like Drew Dinkmeyer? Yes, I do have better hair than Drew, but I also have his cell phone number, and that makes me a winner almost as much as it makes him a winner of the DraftKings Millionaire Maker. And it's not just fantasy. They have tools to bet on player props, golf matchups, and a customizable NFL game simulator for this fall. Head over to dailyrodeo.com slash premium and save 10% with promo code Janice today. 
All right, like to welcome back my my dusty tout friend, Empire Maker. This is your lifestyle now, man. You just you tout golf picks. I, our show last time was horrible. We gave out nothing good. I thought we did well. We had a uh, we did I good. Mean, I got second in the Thunderdome, so I, like I pretty much gave out every pick that I played. But we also were like, Grio is a lock, and well, I mean, we we didn't talk about Molinari at all. Like I, I did. I was all over Molinari. I had him on every team. I feel like we skipped right over him. No, I I even said I, I want to bet Molinari over Day, and I was like, I don't know. I, I think well, we I'm, a dusty, well. I'm a dusty. I'm a dusty. I also played like Cantley on every team, and I think he got top 15. And then I played Rose on almost every team, but that was kind of obvious. I would have had. I would have had and a good. I, I, I had like a. I had like a three or four hundred percent ROI, so I think we did pretty well. I mean, we missed on Grio, but he was kind of maybe. A, maybe I'm just have a bad perception because I also every, think you got like six out of six in cash, so you couldn't. Have, oh, I did. I did get six out of six in cash, but I punted every bet to you. I went. I went one of eight against you. So that I mean, you can only do better this time, or. Maybe oh, I could definitely do worse. I could. De- oh, I th- yeah, you're probably gonna get swept. So. I feel like I had a way better feel for the open than I do for this because the open you kind of know how it's gonna play, but this this course has not been played since uh, I believe 2008 was the last time they played a PGA event at this course. Yeah, the research I've done is like I kind of looked at the fly. They had this thing on YouTube, and it's like a flyover of every hole and like the yardage and kind of the, the layout. And what I've seen is like, I really don't think it's going to favor longer hitters um, that much because the, there's two par fives and they're kind of unreachable. It seems like for like, it's like it looks like every hole dog legs to the left a little bit. Like it, it really favors either left-handed golfers or guys who can play a cut. Not that I have any idea who's like, really wouldn't that favor guys who could play uh draw. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So yeah, that that might be a thing. I heard uh, Mayo said it. He, he would kind of compare it to Augusta. So maybe there could be something in that. I think that in general, most weeks when I like run my like when I'm looking at things, I'm like sorting by like driving distance and strokes gained tee to green. But this week, I'm gonna put more emphasis on strokes gained approaching the green, not around the green, but approaching the green. Because I guess these greens are like massive. They're like the biggest greens that there will be on tour all year. Like there'll be like four different undulations. Like guys will be leg putting from 80 feet with like regularity. So we don't want to take like Adam Scott and see him like Poor putt every hole. No, and you don't you don't want to take you don't want to take like Luke List who's like sticking it to like fourteen feet, but from fourteen feet he's got like three different reads to make. Yeah. Um this this could be a a, a PGA with like a very weird winner. Like like Well, I like I like kind of seeing how tough the courses are gonna play. They usually have like a prop that says the winning score. And it seems like it's going to be like moderately tough. I think they have nine or 10 under as the winning score. So it's not, it's not going to be a birdie fest. Like some PGAs were. I love, I love a good, I love a good like whistling straights when it's like minus 19. Yeah. It seems like it's going to play a little tougher than that. So um, usually, yeah, the PGA, I think last year was kind of tough. It, It kind of just matters how they set up the rough and 
um, because it's it's supposedly so supposedly the rough very deep very thick very going to be difficult to manage yeah, and also all the greens are burnt out because like I said I don't think many guys are going to be hitting these par fives and, and two so I'd rather just have guys you know straight off the tee um, yeah. Like like this could be dusty week. Like Kucher, Stenson, Kisner, like a lot of guys like that could be like in play. Whereas like wouldn't wouldn't have touched them uh, at the open or anything like that. Or or at uh, yeah. Or yeah, that. I agree with that. But uh, all that being said, Dustin's gonna win. Dustin's like winning this for sure. He's playing so his three wins this year. I heard. <laughs> uh, combined 17 strokes or his three wins this year that's yeah, wild how he played on sunday was so impressive like he didn't really do much all week and then he was like minus six through seven holes at 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 that course at the bridgestone like that's pretty impressive to me he was too far back to catch jt jt was just kind of coasting but like that that last round was super impressive by dj are you going to take advantage of some of like the like I assume in head-to-head betting, like JT's got to be a little bit elevated right now. Whereas, like if this I was course, thinking, um, he, yeah, it. The thing is, he's really good, but I think I, I don't know why I slept on him last week. I don't think we're ever gonna see him at like eighty-eight hundred again, and I don't know. I was trying to damp, uh, jam in Dustin, and I just couldn't afford JT then. But like, I don't think we're ever gonna see that price again on jt no probably this not more, this seems like a more reasonable price this is probably what he should be priced at so i think i think you either start like your cash teams with him or you go down a little bit and go to rose but i'm not sure if rose is the odds are kind of making me think that rose isn't completely healthy um because he would obviously be favored over some of these guys if he was he would like a, he should be like he should be like a he should be second favorite i think that's that's what he would be before this injury i think but now he's like a pickham versus brooks he's a dog to jt and matchup so it kind of makes me think there's some doubt about his health yeah although he like that's like a thing that's happened with him before in the past is he's had the back injury and then been fine for the majors it's happened like three or four times yeah i think they said last time he did that he got second in the masters so yeah it was it's maybe not a risk you want to take in cash games but i don't think i'll be full fading rose I would also probably avoid betting him in matchups unless you felt really good about one just because it doesn't seem necessary to take on that risk. Yeah, it's just the injury news is kind of sketching golf. You don't know what's going on. You don't on. get you I mean you don't get anything, yeah. I almost want to hear like a report of someone who's following him and then I could adjust my, you know, exposure from there. I think we, we kind of had doubts about Stenson at um the British Open that yeah, I, and he, I, I I looked at Twitter and some guys were following him and said he looked fine. So then I think you're fine to fire on Rose if he if some people are following him and say he looks good. So would you just not consider DJ at all in cash on DK? I don't think you can. It's just there's so many guys in the mid range I want. Like I want Day, I want Casey. I mean, let me see if 
You can't. You so can't. You, you can't fit those you guys. With DJ, you can't really get Day. No, you can't, and you can't even really get Casey. Like it's it's a weird fit oh, to get you Casey. Can. You can. You just go Casey then and take a bunch of mid range guys. But I don't know. Rom and Day and Rose seem really cheap to me. So I probably just want two of those guys. I think in terms of like betting. So I I think I'm just going to bet like a big chunk on DJ and then just like only bet guys that are like 80 to one or worse. Oh my God. You think I will never take someone at like eight to one in a major that that's so ridiculous. But it like, it, it is true that like the majors are almost always won by the guys who are like 30 to one or shorter. Yeah, but you like, gotta figure like, out like he has to be so many times better than the field average to bet someone at eight to one. It's just it's so unlike the unlike the daily roto golf simulation thing, his true price is like ten and a half to one according to their simulation. Um, it's a losing bet. Then. It's definitely a losing bet unless it wins. <laughs> unless it wins, then it's a winning bet. Yeah, I just can't really see myself betting any of these guys up. I mean, if you think Rose is like kind of healthy, twenty-five to one seems. Oh, crazy. it's a it's a it's a great number if he's healthy. It's like an elite yeah. number. Yeah, so that might be the one guy I'll just fire on up top, and I can't. I mean, I can't see taking any of these other guys. No, can't see taking Rory. Can't see taking Spieth. Can't definitely can't see taking Fowler. D- like Dusty Woods at ninety-nine hundred on DraftKings. No way. I will say that this is like the highest I've been on Rory in a while. Like he, his game seems to be forming pretty. He well. hasn't made a he hasn't made a putt since 2016, and he still strings the results together. It should. I don't know if you look at his stats. Is like his short game's like actually not terrible right now, which is yeah pretty promising. So just like you go on like six Rory teams in the Thunderdome, probably. Uh, I I might do like one or two. That was the old me, just fire six and, you know, just tilt when he's plus four after, like, five. So from all the guys from DJ down to Day at 9K, the ones who are in play in cash are who for you? Um, so I'd probably start my team with Thomas and then try to get Day or Rom, I think, maybe both of them. And then I think Casey's just a lock at this price. If you put in, if you put in those four, you have seventy one hundred left for the last two spots. Casey is so annoying to play. I I like I like hate playing I him. Mean, he's like obviously like a top time player in the world though. At eight k, it seems like yeah. And I mean he he's never missing the cut here. Like I I would bet like very good money he makes the cut here. I almost want to jam can't lay like I. I, I wanna I wanna do some Cantley bets. I'll so let in you, I'll let you take anyone under nine K other than Casey in a matchup. Oh I'll take I'll take Swedish mob boss. I will take Stenson versus Cantley. Okay. And okay, people people listening to this probably think that I didn't pay you. Tell them that's not true. I paid up immediately. I actually didn't check. Like you you're, you you're such a No, you're like such. I didn't check. But I know you sent me something on PayPal. It was a little, it was a little too small to check. <laughs> That's not even true. I mean, you got it, – it, it probably hurt you, but 
It was more I mean, of a pride. It was more it, of a pride thing for me. Like, it, I, I would say this: it would have been it would have been more annoying to pay you if doing the show with you had not made me research enough to the point that my cash team on DraftKings was really good. Yeah, you, you probably made your money back on that. I I mean I did fine. It, it's it's whatever. But I'm gonna get you this week because you just you just did what I do right there, which is you took a guy that you like who's clearly mathematically inferior to another play. Like you think Stenson's a. You would you would bet him over Cantley? I would think that Stenson. I, I, I might I might take Cantley over Spieth head head up. Well, I, I mean I might take I might take Joaquin Neiman over Spieth head up at this point. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is Spieth even doing well right now? He's trash. Like, so on I my model, like there's a hope that he's still good because of his past his past performances in majors, and you know he usually shows up. That's literally it. That's literally the only thing you have to bank on is that he just like always kind of does well at the majors. Like he just figures it out and he has a mental edge. Yeah, I just kind of want to bet against Spieth and anything possible right now. Well, the model that I ran on Fantasy National, which is basically strokes gained off the tee, approaching the green, around the green, tee to green with a little bit of DK points, Spieth is 27th. <laughs> So Which he's is like, like he's probably like the same as like Webb or someone. I mean, he's like he's like below Ian Poulter and Keegan Bradley on this because this oh, is last. This is la- that seems a little egregious, but it's last thirty six rounds. So I don't yeah. know. I think a lot of people when they run it on Fantasy National do last twenty four rounds, but I normally do thirty six. I was kind of thinking about like what the optimal round. Um, you know, sample sizes. I really don't know. So like, I know for sport, like other sports, what I think it is, but like, I really have no clue for golf. So you're probably getting, the issue is you're probably getting a lot of noise in 24. Cause like, if you're thinking about it, like two, two sixty twos in 24 rounds could probably really skew your stats, but over 36, like, I don't know, that kind of probably stretches far enough back to like, before a swing change or a club change or, you know, something like that. So it's kind of hard to say. Yeah. Well, that guy on Twitter was like that Jim Herman's like, no one actually knows how they're going to play. Like they think they do, but like you kind of just have to, you kind of just have to pick the the best players over a certain sample. And I don't really know what the sample is, but I don't know. That'd be interesting if, people gave feedback about that. I have really no clue how many rounds you should use. There's, there's gotta be like, people have a mathematical opinion. I'm sure. Yeah. Probably wouldn't share it for free on a podcast on the <laughs> internet though. Yeah. I mean, so who, who do you think you're going to, are you going to just going to jam DJ and cash? I think, I think I want to, but yeah. like the it's issue is, tough, is that like, there's, there's tough baiting this nine K range. These guys are all like top 10 players. And there's not a bunch of guys below seven K or at like seven and a half K that I want to play. Like there was at the open championship. Like I'm not, I'm not really trying to play like Snedeker and Ian Poulter, you know? Yeah. Like the 7,600 to, you know, like 7,100 range. I don't really want to take anyone from there. I was looking and I was like, I might be interested in, like, Leishman or someone. But, like, below that, I don't really like anyone. I would have to play, like, Luke List to make the Dustin Johnson lineup work. And that's, like, the reverse of what I think I'm wanting to do. So maybe maybe I will just start with JT. Maybe I'll just tail you. 
Yeah, I think I think he goes into to form more than other guys too. Like when he gets hot, he gets hot. JT. And he's done both the defend a win where you win the week after a win and then win at the same course twice thing. He's done. I think he's done that twice actually, where he's won the same event uh, year after year. So like the, a lot of the golf superstition stuff probably does not apply to him as much. Yeah. Though well, that is like, to- that is like totally too much after a win, but you're probably not partying before a, a major just because you want it so bad. So I'd be, I actually think a lot of guys do party. That's why they do probably the next week after a win, but I think he's going to be so focused on trying to win this. That Do you, do you think JT is a big partier though? Yeah. I mean, I follow him on Instagram. He definitely parties some. He's like, uh, he's like got like a fiance though. I feel like he's like. I think all those guys that live in Jupiter party a decent amount. Feinberg said something interesting on the Mayo show, but that like, since they were like 10 years old, JT's probably just destroyed Spieth head to head, like their whole lives. Like when they've played together, JT's probably beat him at like an absurd clip, but Spieth has like all the majors over him. Yeah. Well, they're going to they're gonna have to start changing that thing where they're just like Jordan Spieth's friend because the guy fucking sucks right now. He's not good. No, he's not good. People will play him, though. <clears throat> All right, so so 8K guys other than Cantlay. Uh, Hideki bot? No, and, I'm no. out on I'm out on him. I was – oh, my God. I can't believe people played him at the Open because he was playing with Tiger, and he said – Last time that he played with Tiger, he got so nervous he couldn't even swing the club. And I'm like, I think that it really matters for some guys if you're playing with Tiger. Oh, I, I, I think in general you just should not play guys in Tiger's group. Well, I think it. I think for guys like – so his group this week is JT and Rory, and I think Rory, like, loves this shit. Oh, he Rory loves, Rory will be like – he'll, 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 <laughs> He's just like, I want to whoop Tiger's ass. Other guys, I don't know. That might be a, a fun, like – um, group to just stack because I think they're all going to be going like I think they're going to going to have a good time together I don't know if I'm crazy about that for JT but I don't have a strong enough like I'm not going to let it influence my decision making yeah, I, mean, I mean we could just be making stuff up but yeah. I kind of feel like Rory loves this stuff what do you think about uh played um round one together at the Bridgestone and both crushed it together what do you think about Finau and Shifley at 82 and 81? I do I do like Finau a lot. Um, Shifley, I don't know. Probably not. I'm not, I'm not in on him. I play Finau at all the majors, though, because he just feels like he just like always gets like the T11. Uh, like, ideally, I'm probably playing both. But for a matchup bet, would you do that? So I, I would, yeah. But you <laughs> like, have to give you just me. Paul Casey sucks. Yeah, but you have to give me one point three to one on it. Uh, no, no. That, I'll that's one, I'll give you one point one. Okay. All right. Fine. <laughs> All right. So I have Finau over Casey one point because like that was the thing last time is I didn't try didn't try and get odds on any of these. Like I was like you line you line top thirty no odds even money. I mean, you gotta do some negotiating. Um, yeah, so you're probably gonna be minus EV. 
Okay, Fino over Casey. The most interesting guy to me in the entire tournament is Bubba. Yeah, he's probably he's priced. I think at like eighty to one. That's probably way too short, right? I just I just think like this course sets up pretty well for him. Well, if everything goes to the left, which is what people say it is, that would favor left-handed golfers, you would think. Yeah, and he's also a favorite over some guys that I thought he would be an underdog to in matchups, so it kind of makes me think that... Like who? Um, Like Louie and Webb. I, I just think they're both pretty damn good players, and he's a favorite. And Louie Louis always has like a 10% boost at all the majors. Yeah, I just, I just think it might be a... I don't think I've played Bubba in like two years, but I'm thinking about it this week. It kind of blew my mind to realize that he has three wins on tour this year. Yeah, I think he has the most wins. Like, that's wild. Because like, there was a, it was like a year and a half ago, people were like, this dude's done. This guy's cooked. He's got nothing left. Yeah, I think it was a lot. A lot of it was that golf ball, too. There, some guy was saying it's like, it might take like a stroke around off. Like, Seriously? It's that bad of a ball. Does he still play it? No, he's playing that, like, yellow or pink ball, remember? Yeah, Last the high-vis ball. No, now he's playing pro Vs, I think. I mean. But, like, golf balls matter because the, they're spinning these at such a high rate that you, you need the, you know, you need the distance control. Yeah, and, I mean, if Bubba loses any distance or loses any control of it, obviously it's going to be massive for him. Yeah. Do you like Do you like the scientist? I think he's a a great play. I'm like I like him. Think he's cash viable. Do you think he's like trolling people with how he's acting now? Yes. Yes. Hundred percent. He's like, He's really stepped up. His I thought he was the douchiest guy on tour by far, but he's just stepped it up to a new level like the last few weeks. And but he like he thinks it's funny though. Down um, on the at, Euro tour. Yeah, at the Porsche at the Porsche Open. <laughs> I think he, like, didn't he go, like, double-double on the last two holes or something? Or yeah, something? And, he, and he refused to he refused to shake the guy's hand, which is, like, you can't do that in golf. I mean, it's kind of making me liking him. I kind of like him more now because of this. Like, I was kind of out on him. I was in on Bryson more than anyone's ever been in on him. I was well, out. Totally, I mentored you on Bryson. I told you you, about you actually did mentor me on Bryson, and I was like all in. And then he started doing all that the weird putting stuff where he was like left hand low, and like I was just like, all right, I'm not doing any of this. But now, now he's I'm back in. Solved golf, man. That's all he's trying to do. He has. I think he's like kind of solved it. Like it seems, it seems solved at least from an approach perspective. I think he's got it figured out. Yeah. But like seventy seventy nine hundred for Bryson is good. I, I like Bryson. I like Bryson. I could get on him. I don't. I don't think I'll be playing him in cash games. But you know who's you know who's here to get a paycheck. Cooch, but man, yeah. I feel like how did he play last week? He did better. We, I mean, we gotta make a decision on if if we think this course is gonna play long. If we think it'll play like a real 7,300-yard course, then you, you're not playing guys like Kuchar. But if we think it's going to be you have to bunt around, you got you to gotta lay up sometimes. Like guys like Kuchar are great. My big problem is like all these guys hit the – even Kuchar like drives the ball 300 yards. So yeah. I don't know why people are always like, oh, you can't take a guy on this course. Like there's like a few guys that you wouldn't want. You wouldn't want to play like – Zach Blair or like Stricker, but like the rest of these guys, 
can all hit the ball far. For me, it's more about the long irons. Like there's a big difference between a 230 yard iron shot and a 150 yard iron shot. Yeah, but I just don't, I don't think you're seeing that. Like all these guys can, he's probably 30 yards short, 40 yards shorter than DJ, but like they still hit the ball like a good, pretty far. But, yeah. I, I would say I'm probably leaning to just in general. My my philosophy with golf is to not take guys like Kucher, but he is like a guaranteed paycheck at the majors. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I don't know what to do with them. Probably off him at that price. I just think I'd rather take Bubba and Casey in that range, and even Bryson. What about uh, what about this dude Joaquin Neiman? He he just like crushes it every week. He's interesting. Like I, I really haven't seen him play at all, but his his results seem really good. I mean, there's a few guys you can just see their prodigies. Like he kind of feels like the next like Rom. You know, you just know he's gonna be great. Are you are you confident with Rom and Cash? People people don't like to take Rom and Cash because they're worried about the the seventy eight. You know. Um, I just think I just think it's we usually see him more like 10 K and I'm out at that range, but around nine K I think he's, I think he's a good play. What, which side do you like Bryson versus Cooch? I'll take Cooch. I'll take, I'll just, take just for a bet. I'll, I'll, I'll give you. Yeah. I'll I'm take Bryson. Probably like a slight favorite, but not a massive one. So I got, I got Bryson over Cooch. Yeah. I think that's, I think you're a slight favorite. I'll take Cooch over Neiman too. Yeah, okay. I'll take I'll take I want I want 1.2 on that though. Ugh. That's that's fair. I guarantee you whatever book you pull right. up right now, he's more. 1.2. That's probably horrible. That's probably like the worst one. No, I think that's fine. I think that's the closest one for you. The thing is is I just always do this where I get on like young guys who are like really good strokes gain T to green but they like don't know how to play major golf that's like my like that's like a huge leak for me which is why i just want to drop like if i drop like 75 dollars on dj at eight to one and then i just chunk out a bunch of other ones on like daniel berger and benny ann like that could be a winning strategy <laughs> yeah so you're just all about the young guys. That's and, and, and which is not smart in golf, really, because it's like you... I mean, I'm not going to take Neiman and Cash. Like it, it, it seems like you have too small of a sample on him to know that he's a play at this price. So I do oh. I do love Byung-Hun Ann. I think he's probably a lock for me in Cash. Oh, man. I'll take like... Uh, I shouldn't say a lock. Like Zach Johnson or Keegan over him, if you want. In a I would. I would love to take. I, no, I want Benny Ann versus ZJ. Fine. Straight up. Yeah. I actually. I feel like that is just that was. I mean, ZJ. I guess is like a better major golfer, but Benny Ann is a better. Or just like a better golfer. You just hate like the nitty guys. That's oh, I hate crap. Zach Johnson. Zach Johnson is like the nitty. Like I, when he, when he's ever in contention at a major, I'm just like, well, I'm not going to make any money, and this is also miserable. This used to be my problem with golf too, and I would just like, I would pick guys with my heart too much. I would never do that in any sport, but like, there's some guys that just like disgust me in golf, 
and I can't take them. Kucher used to be that way for me, but I, I probably about two years ago, I started taking him. Yeah, this guy just always makes the cut and money. Therefore I like him now. I mean, fair enough. Are you interested at all in guys like, uh, like Luke List? We have, we have to do one U-line bet. Yeah, we got to get a U-line bet. What, what is U-line to make the cut? I don't know if they have those odds out yet. Give me, give me U-line to make the cut at 2-1. Two to one. Two, You want 2-1? to one? Yeah. U-line is horrible, dude. He's a bad golfer. 2-1 um, is ridiculous. I'll give you he, – he's better than even money. He like, he, like, wasn't even close at, like, his last two tournaments. I, I can't. I can't. One, okay, one and a half. One and a half. I can't do that either. All right, make the cut at even. He's worth, I guarantee you, if the... Uh, if all right, that, I'll give you a good bet. You're still plus EV there. You're still plus EV there. Okay. I'll do that for 12. Like, you don't understand, like, all these guys, there's, like, there's so many scrubs in this because there's a lot of club pros that... But it's, like, it's a giant field. It's, like, 158 guys or something. Yeah. Yeah, you're still you're still good on that, but the cl- and the club pros the club pros never make the cut. Yeah, that like one a year will. Yeah, so who are who are you interested in cheap on DK? Uh, I mean Howell probably like you have to be just because that's a dusty dude who makes every cut. Although yeah. I guess he di- he didn't at the open though. All these guys, I'm just like kind of worried about. Like, I guess, like, Woodland is kind of interesting. Stanley is kind of interesting. Stan- Stanley, Stanley, if you ever run a model with no putting, he, he'll be, like, top 50. Charlie Hoffman seems a little underpriced, but I hate him, so I don't know if I'll... You know, you want to know a wild thing? Is that Jamie Lovemark is, like, a grinder now. He's, like, he's like not... He's like, <laughs> a fi- he's, like, officially transitioned into, like, not that he doesn't hit it far, but he he plays like a coocher now. Like he he's really? he, I'm, I've missed that. Well, if you if you go look at his results, he has not done better than a T17 all year long. But he's the only missed cuts he has. He only has one. He's got a missed cut at, at the Wells Fargo. Yeah, that's, that's it. Interesting. And he and he he shot a horrible number on the opening day and then bounced back with 71. Like he was fine. I, I just think I'm going to mix a bunch of these guys in. I don't have like conviction about any of them being like a lot. Well, this is, this is better than who are guys down here. You're excluding for sure. Just like not playing. Um, probably a lot of these Euro guys. I'm not really interested in. Will it? <laughs> no, see, I think will it, will it would be the, will it would be the Euro I would play, but I like wouldn't. Oh, I guess I've missed like him, his resurgence. Well, he's healthy now. Yeah. Maybe I wouldn't count him out. I uh, would, I would play will it, not Keimer, not Sullivan, not Bill oh, yeah, Haas. Definitely not Keimer. Hey everyone, I wanted to take a minute to tell you about Apex Fantasy Leagues, the best place to play online season-long fantasy football for money. There is a skill-based format where you play two games per week, and there's industry-leading payouts where Apex actually adds money to the payout pool. Uh, They really ensure that the best fantasy players get the good return on their investment. Apex hosts 12-team PPR leagues that provide a variety of drafting options, live or email, snake draft or auction. 
You also have the flexibility to sign up for a league just hours before the draft. On top of that, Apex pretty often puts extra money from their profits into the prize pool to make sure that leagues get filled. Apex also offers dynasty leagues uh, in a variety of formats. And finally, Apex is the place to play if you want to win big money in a format that mitigates randomness. Not only does Apex have the highest payouts in the whole industry on a percentage basis, but it also features both blind bidding, free agent acquisition budgets, so that all free agent acquisitions are fair in two matchups per week, one versus a head-to-head opponent and the other versus the league average, so that you know you don't get screwed when your opponent has the most points and you have the second most points. You're still going to come out of that week with a win. You can compete every week without worrying about arbitrary strength of schedule. Give it a try. I promise you will love it. Go to apexfantasyleagues.com today and sign up. And now let's get back to the show. Um, Definitely not Haas. Bo Hostler actually probably is the the best math play down here. Yeah. No, I disagree with that. <laughs> well, well, he's he's hurt though, right? Like, cause he he withdrew. I don't know. I just I'll I would take like Russell Henley over him. Henley is the other guy that if you if you run like if. Most of the models are similar, so whether it be Daily Roto or Fantasy National, they're going to include a lot of TD Green stuff, and Henley's really high in that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm probably going to end up having to take one of these guys and cash um, one of these guys under. All right, I need – oh, well, I need a sweat. I need a sweat down here, so give me me 1.1 to 1 Hostler over uh, Henley. I'll do that, yeah. I will do that for sure. Yeah, that I like your side there. Like you, you have you <laughs> have you make bats, and then you're like, oh, I like your side. Well, I just I gotta mix it up. Like it, this show is not entertaining if it's just you and I'll I doing do Tong. Uh, I'll take Seward Sink over Hao Tong if you want. Oh, not. that's so you're that you're taking advantage of me, dude. <laughs> now let's do it. You need a Hao Tong sweat. I mean, I think I might play Hao Tong in cash. Ooh, like why? Wow. Why not? I'd like to short your teams then. If you no, here's the thing. If you play DJ, How Tong is like the guy that lets you, you just play like Russell Henley, who's way better. Where that's not fun, dude. It's not fun yeah, to that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I used to have this problem too, and then I'm like, I don't understand why I can't win at golf. Wait, we have we have we have How Tong versus who? Uh sink. Straight up, even money? Yeah. Yeah, that's horrible. Those last two I made are just ma- like massive fish. You got one good one on you line to make the cut. That's definitely a good bet for you. I think I have. I got. Uh, I feel pretty good about Stenson versus Cantley, actually. Oof, I don't. Stenson. Stenson is so good, man. Stenson is such a good golfer. Yeah, he is. But I, I really think that Cantley might, might be like the next big thing, and people don't know about it. Like his tee to green stuff is so good. No, and dude. Everyone's, the... everyone's been kind of um, late on on Cantlay. Now his price is kind of where I think it should be, but there's also like a chance I think he's like a top five golfer in the world at some point in the next year. I think I think Xander could be better than him. No shot. No shot. No shot. I mean, Xander's good, but. I don't know. We've gone, we've gone like 40, 40 minutes on this show or whatever, and we have not talked about Brooks at all. 
I like Brooks, but I, I just think like I'd rather pay a hundred more for JT. Man, I don't know. Brooks We're is like so had that like season long bet, and I just beat you as Justin Thomas versus um, Brooks and. I Lake. I would I would say in my life I'm probably down. I would guess in between twelve hundred and fifteen hundred dollars to you, and a lot of it uh, has to do with with like really bad golf bets. Yeah, it's pretty much all of it. Because I think I I think I actually like do hold my own with you on other stuff on like on football. I probably do fine. Um, I don't think we made a lot of bets, but we did we'll some. We did some season. We, we did, did some NFL pod this year. Oh yeah, we'll do we'll do an NFL pod. We well we got to do futures. We got to go. We got to go through and we got to bet on all the futures. I just want to like. I just want to bet someone massively that Josh Allen's going to be a good quarterback because. There are so many people running their mouths. And I'm like, yeah, let's let's do a bet like Josh Allen versus Josh Rosen. Or what Josh what Allen. what would be the terms of that bet? Like, how would you judge it? I want a bet where he makes the Pro Bowl in under three years, but I get like five to one odds. You you so the issue with that is one is the Pro Bowl is like super watered down, and and two, I think that even from your like you you would rather be like the bet for you would be like Josh Allen over league average in yards per attempt in his first three years. The problem is I don't want to do it the first year because of how the bills kind of like structure their offense, which is just, you know, egregious hand it off every play. So I wouldn't want to, I would want to bet like efficiency numbers versus like Josh Rosen. I mean, so anyone can be great. We could do like, quarterback rating or something i don't want it i wouldn't want it with rosen i would do darnold versus allen because i think i actually think darnold's probably pretty good well i don't think he's is darnold gonna start word is he will be start like he should get in this year yeah it's an it's gonna be an interesting year i just want like there's so many josh allen haters they're like oh i just look at these stats and i'm like you kind of have to discount stats sometimes if you like see it like a really talented person. Right. Just like you got to discount the stats and just play Joaquin Neiman and Dustin Johnson and how Tong. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like that. We what should are do the thing where we make uh, egregious teams, a bad and a good team again. Yeah. Okay. Let's uh, let's do the bad team first. Okay. You, you can start. Uh, I mean, bad team has to start with Rory. Okay. That's like that's like that's like what we do on this podcast. I'm gonna go Cantley. Yeah, this is pretty egregious. Uh, I mean, okay, well, we gotta play Neiman then, Joaquin Neiman for sure. <laughs> yeah. So Rory Cantley Neiman. I'm gonna go with Keegan. I think he's actually playing like pretty decent right Keegan now. Keegan is like not even a bad play. Keegan is Keegan is. A good play. So we have like seventy-seven hundred average after that. All right, Bubba then, AK. Seventy-five. God, I'll play your boy Benny on. Fits in perfect. Perfect. Wow. 
It's not a bad team. No, this isn't nearly as bad as I'm going to put that in the Thunderdome, I think. Yeah. No, Rory, I will put that in the Thunderdome. Rory oh, can't. The problem is I, it's a three max this week, but I will put that in. <laughs> there, I mean, that's a, not even a bad team. We, we've definitely made worse teams than that. Yeah. No, that's, a, that's an average team. All right, good team. I'll good start team. with uh, JT. Uh, all right, we start JT. I will go uh, Jason Day. Tournament where he got his first major win. And he's, you know, Day's a little spief-like where his stats will be really bad, but he'll like T8 at the majors just because. Yeah, you got it. You got to believe that he tries harder in majors. Um, Your theory on him, like, not really playing is so true. It's so true. He doesn't. Like, it's – he's kind of like a a really a family guy. And he lives in, like – when you live in Ohio, you're just, like, missing out on, like, five months of golf. Yeah, you can't can't golf from, like, September to February. Yeah. Uh, I'll go – I'll go Rom. Well, I'll take KC then. See, this is it is a little tough to take three nine K guys because this seventy one hundred range is not great. Yeah, I'm gonna take uh, I'll take You gotta take like Henley, Benny Ann. Yeah, I don't want two Benny Anns, so that's what I'm thinking. Um, Henley, you know, you know who's actually good. Ryan Moore. Ryan Moore. I, and I'm not even recommending playing him, but he's a very fine price for that. 7400 is fine uh, for him. Let's we'll do Ryan Moore and then Henley or someone. Yeah. So JT, Day, Rom, Casey, Henley, Moore. That, will, that lineup will be a duplicate entry in the Millionaire Maker a minimum of 112 times. I don't know if Moore will be that high owned, but the rest of the guys are going to be. Ryan Moore is like people hate him, but the models always like him. He's like he's like always good in any modeling. That's true. So if you're gonna lay down some bets, some some long shots, who are who are you on? So here, let yeah, me. I, I've I've actually I've actually already made some of the longer ones. Um, I think Keegan at a hundred to one is not horrible. Like. Oh God. Because keep in mind, if I if I'm doing this, if I'm doing this DJ thing, I can't He's bet. He's never winning, man. How the fuck does he have the same amount of majors as DJ? That's the thing is that's so that's part of the reason why I want to bet DJ is I'm like it's just absurd that this guy who's so much better than everyone else only has one major. You know, it's just wild. I think uh, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna go on. I'm going to bet Luke List till he wins. It's, I yeah, I mean, how do you not bet Luke List at 125 or 150 to 1? He's like 150 to 1. Yeah, I will. I will. I, you know what? Let's just do it right now. Let's just go. Let's each go bet um, uh, a Luke List ticket right now live on air. I think I'm going to bet Casey, too, at 60 to 1. Casey, to me, is like he's even more like he's never winning a major. He's just so good, though. He, I mean, I won't deny it, but like you gotta, you also got to admit, like golf betting is like a little bit of a field game in terms of outrights. 
I don't know. I keep hearing like certain guys can't win and then Molinari. And then, and then they win. Well, I know. You kind of just have to grind them until they do win. Like you kind of have to trust that a lot of this stuff is just made up. Like I think these guys play so much golf. I don't, I don't think they're like choking, you know, I think some guys are more clutch, but like, I don't think it's like some people just think it's impossible that Paul Casey could win, which just seems really dumb to me. I don't think it's impossible. I just think he, he in general does not make enough like birdies. Like he's just not as much of a score as a lot of the other guys on tour. So I think that makes it really hard for him. Yeah. Like, I think he's, uh, he's always good. He's always good to make the cut though. Other than that, I'm not seeing a whole lot. Casey list. Maybe can't lay. Uh, seems a little short. Can't lay. Can't lay at fifty to one. Is pretty short. I would yeah. rather. I would rather Finau at forty to one. Come on, dude. Finau is good at every major. I believe. I believe he is one oh, of only like. Give me one more bet. Can't lay over Finau. All right. Fine. <laughs> Got mass, got a massive, got a massive Cantlay fade, and I'm probably gonna end up playing him in cash too. No, you're not. I can. I mean, if it gets down to it on Wednesday night, and like all, and like, I mean, yeah, I'll probably end up playing him. That's just what happens. Would you yeah. bet? Would you bet? Uh, would you bet Jimmy Walker at two hundred to one? No, he sucks. He does. Kyle Stanley just had a move. Like literally, as I pulled this up, he just moved to eighty to he one. He's way too short. Yeah, he's like eighty to one or something. Benny, I, man, I had a Benny Ann at the Canadian Open, fifty-five to one. Yeah, I played him in DFS. Yeah, I did too. But he, he, I was just like, it's, it's a horrible thing to be like, all right, DJ, I need you to choke some strokes away here to give Benny life, and he just, I mean, never. He was. I mean, he really. Benny never really had a shot. DJ was just coasting. I mean, they were they were one stroke apart when the day started, and then DJ started minus three the first three holes. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do? All right. Let's do a few matchups, and then. I mean, I got. I probably will bet Ollie 300 to one just because why wouldn't I? So pull up these matchups. It takes I mean, much. oh, my God. I got to. You gotta bet Molinari over over Tiger, don't you? At even money. I mean, why? I I would. I'm probably fading Tiger at this event. This seems like not so is great for him. I just think he. I don't know. He, he played pretty shitty last week. I might just fade him in everything. Yeah. What are some other? What are some of the other head-to-heads? My page is taking forever to load. Um, the top guys. I kind of Rory versus Rose even. Who would you take? I mean, I would definitely take Rose if I had a hundred percent assurances of his health. Yeah. But okay, who would you? I actually kind of like the idea of betting some of these like guys versus the field. Like I don't. Know, do you ever make those bets? What does that mean? Like where it's like it's like. Justin and Brooks plus 800 versus the field? No, I don't do those. I don't like paying more juice. That's why I like matchups. I'm so nitty. Wow, what a nit. What a nit. 
I hate, I hate giving books money that I don't need to. Like, essentially, I think everyone should just be betting these matchups if they have. And not betting outright? I mean, sometimes you'll see one that's wrong, but I'd rather, if you have a good, if you think, like, Here's the thing, though, dude. There, there's the just bet, just bet them in matchups. There's not a better feeling in sports betting slash DFS than hitting a golf outright. I don't know. I don't even know if I've. I haven't done much of it, but I can't remember hitting. I've hit. One. I've hit three, and every one of them was amazing. Yeah, everyone just wants to get rich so quick. I'd rather just. I'd rather just grind it's out. It's not even. Out. It's not even about getting rich. It's about literally picking one guy out of a field of 150 dudes who is the best. Like, it just is a great. Yeah, but it just seems insane that you're picking a guy out of 150 that's, like, 20 to 1. You know how good you have to be? Like, I think DJ should be, like, 12, 15 to 1. And the rest of these guys that if are DJ, 20 to 1. If DJ, was 15, if DJ was 15 to 1, I would borrow money from you to, to bet yeah, on Yeah, I mean, I think, he, I think the Daily Rota price was correct, but I'd, I'd rather just find – my strategy is usually I just find a few guys I want to fade and then just take everyone versus them. So, for instance, if I don't think Tiger's going to do well, I'll just bet three or four guys versus him. That's a, that's a, that might be like too sharp of a lesson for a lot of listeners of this podcast. Like they probably don't, they probably don't want to hear that. No, they just kind of want to fire and then celebrate when they hit an outright. Yeah. That's like, that's like what people listening to this want to do. They want to know what are the six guys I can play on DraftKings to uh, make watching the, the weekend more enjoyable. And uh, how can I, I get rich? Can't, like, give away stuff that I don't think you're making money on. It kind of makes me sick giving books money. Well, I mean, welcome to the, welcome to the world in which the books are going to charge like 50 cent lines and get away with it. Yeah. I'm really like trying to figure out how I can get involved in this space because if people are going to be betting these lines, it's, it's just the freest money ever. There, like at some I, point, does a fish just like it's too much juice, and then they're they, they don't they're the fish of, doesn't even think of the juice. Yeah, but the, the 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 best thing is you're just you're never taking a bet you're losing on by a sharp guy then, and then fish. I I honestly think some fish are just like this is even too much. If they cut it by like ten cents, I think like everyone would fire. I think you're kind of like some people aren't firing at these lines because they're so egregious. I mean, what from your perspective of someone who's like actually good at sports betting, like what impact is this going to have on you over the next couple of years as like all this legislation and regulation gets rolled out? I just don't, I don't see any way I'm ever going to be betting these lines because you can pretty much get unlimited, not unlimited action, but a lot of action on online books and you're paying like half the juice. And I don't see any situation where they're going to start with these lines and then they're just going to be like, like around the offshore books. Yeah. I think it's going to get better once other competition comes in because you're not going to be able to post these lines because even people, other people are going to be like, I can just go down the street and bet like, you know, half the juice. But they pretty much have a monopoly on the market right now because they, they, they filed for these licenses a long time ago. But yeah. once other players start getting into the game, I think I think they're going to have to make their, their lines better. 
Yeah, if it becomes legal in like 35 states, like the competition is just going to make it as such that like the lines should get close to the offshore it's stuff. like the best. Like New Jersey, New York's just the best uh, market for like getting fish in it too. Yeah, oh yeah. Like they don't even care. A lot of these people, they're just, they're just like, they're stoked that they can bet now. Mm-hmm. And they'll, they'll take any line. And I mean, I would say even like most people, even like kind of like lightly involved in sports betting, don't even know how to figure out what a good or bad line is. Well, essentially, you want to go onto like a calculator and plug in the odds. Like, say it's say it's like minus one ten. I need to beat this line this amount of time. Yeah. And if you don't think you can beat that, um, you probably shouldn't be betting. I'm just like a fake sharp though. Like I, like I know like what a bad line is, but I wouldn't, you know, maybe even kind of, I don't like, I understand if it's like more than like 10 cents a juice, it's probably bad. But in terms of being like, Oh, minus 140 is good. Minus 130 is bad or whatever. Like I'm not sharp enough to do that. Yeah. I mean, in a lot of situations, you just want to limit the juice that you're taking. So like in baseball lines, for instance, if it's like minus 200, you're paying way more juice than if it's like almost an even line. So in situations like that, I just want to limit the juice I'm paying and I'll start betting run lines because there's less juice. You always just want to pay attention to how much juice you're paying. And if there's a different like type of bet that you can make to limit the juice, it's almost always better. So that would be my one tip. Sports betting wisdom. Classic. All right, pick your pick your winner. Who wins the PGA Championship at Bella Reeve Country Club in St. Louis, Missouri? I'm going to go uh, – I'm going to take Rory. I think it's his time. All right, I'm taking DJ. Do you want to bet DJ versus Rory straight up? <laughs> no, but I'll give it to you. Boom. There we go. I popped you enough that I'll give you Yeah, I think, I think that's the one where I can say I'm d- definitely a favorite. Yeah, you're actually probably like minus 150 or something. Great way. Great way to end the show. Thanks for coming on, All man. Right. Thanks for talking about golf. 